Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Happy to Fail, the podcast where you and I have a continuous chance to connect with one another, especially during these very challenging times that, as more people continue to be confirmed with COVID-19, many people have to be in their homes. That means that maybe they can work from home, maybe they can't, maybe they would do, maybe they would give it all to be able to go to a family member's house just so they could celebrate their birthday, but they can't do that because they're putting their family member at risk. But going back to the topic of working from home, for some people like myself, maybe this is nothing new. Maybe you're used to this because you've had different job opportunities throughout your life that led to working from home, but for others that are used to getting in their car, driving approximately an hour, two, three, four, five hours, right? It can be very challenging, very daunting. All of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. So my personal space is also my professional space. So in this podcast episode, I am going to be sharing eight tips and healthy habits that I put to use while working from home because as you can see if you're checking out the video version, I clearly am working from home. My name is Juan Velas Court. I am a person with lived experience living in Puerto Rico as a person that's been diagnosed with depression, anxiety. I feel like my life, everything in my life has led to this moment. I think we all go through very challenging situations that make us resilient human beings and we can cherry pick, we can take a couple of the, of the things that we've learned and put this into this setting. So kicking it off with the first tip for working from home and maintaining that healthy environment has got to be divide your home because maybe for you, your living room is the place that you go to to watch movies, to play video games. So if you begin working in that environment, it can become a work environment. And when you eventually disconnect and you want to watch a movie, you're going to continue thinking about work. Now, I know that not everybody has a massive house with 10 rooms and things like that, but it doesn't matter if you're living in a studio or if you're living in a 10-bedroom apartment. We're talking about the fact that look at your entire home. What is What does that routine look like? And then even if it's something as simple as the corner of a specific table, you're like, okay, so when I'm sitting in that specific corner, that's where I'm going to be doing my work. And psychologically and emotionally, when you sit there, you're going to begin to think about things very differently because that's your designated workspace. The second tip, and this one is very, very important. Make sure to develop some kind of schedule that fits your specific needs that do allow you to, number one, work from home, but number two, also get that chance to disconnect and prevent that burnout because maybe working from home for some people, it means that something that felt like an hour feels like an eternity because you're in your home. Maybe you're constantly looking at the clock and you think an hour went by, but turns out only 20 minutes went by. So develop a healthy routine. In my case, I wake up every single day at about 6 a.m. I uh, wash my face, I brush my teeth, I have my cup of coffee, and that was my usual routine for when I worked outside my home. But I haven't changed that at all ever since I went in here because I am working from home. I'm not hanging out in my home and doing some kind of work. I see it as a job. So that means that I can't just loosen up too much because then that is going to impact my performance. Another very important thing about that schedule is that, look, we're working from home, so you're not spending money on gas. Therefore, you may also start to cut down on a lot of things, including your outfit. I don't know about you, but I don't think I could write this super series report wearing a Super Mario t-shirt. I have sort of done that in the past, but psychologically, even now that, I, that I'm recording this uh, podcast episode, 
I always think about the fact that if I'm working, I want to dress like I'm going to work. I want to make sure that I'm able to disconnect so that way when I clock in and out, I actually do change my outfit. So when it is time to get to my living room and check out some movies on Netflix or play a video game, I'm not dressed the exact same way. And I think many people had that even in their day job, right, where they come home from work and sometimes even before they eat, they're like, no, 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 no. I got to change my clothes because that is your way of disconnecting yourself and saying that was then and this is now and now it's time to eat. Tip number three, it can be a little overwhelming to switch from a traditional work environment to working from home because there maybe your supervisors locally there. So they're the ones that can say, hey, I need you to do this today. And even though it can happen nowadays with telephones and webinars and virtual meetings, Set a personal and professional goal for yourself that day. I'm not saying that you have to have 50 things accomplished. It can be one specific thing. In my case, I'm working from home, but I'm also supervising a couple of people. So what I do is I set one goal, which is let's make sure we reach X agreement. A particular thing that I'm like, look, I can get 50 things done, but in order to know that my day was happy, healthy, and productive, I want to make sure we reach this agreement when we eventually have that meeting. And that keeps you motivated because maybe that meeting is at 1 p.m., you woke up at 6, you're not driving, and say you usually did take 40 minutes to drive to your work, your morning is going to seem eternally long, right? So by having that one specific goal, and even there, I just kind of said like, don't have, it, don't have that goal be accomplished by 7 a.m. because then you're going to be like, oh, well, now what? Set something maybe for the afternoon that once you do that, you're like, man, anything I do afterwards is simply a bonus. Tip number four, if we're going to be working from home, we do have the added benefit of being able to take breaks and walk around in an environment that we are familiar with, in an environment that hypothetically we should feel comfortable in, and maybe that doesn't happen in every other place. I'm saying that it is important that we dress up, but that doesn't mean you have to have a coat on, you know, all of these fancy things, suit and tie, unless you're maybe going to be in a video conference or something like that. So be comfortable and don't be afraid to take breaks. It can be very, very easy to burn out in this environment because I'm under the assumption right now that everybody that's listening and watching this right now, we live in different circumstances. My wife and I are the only two people in this home uh, besides the cats that we take care of, but somebody else may have three children. I've seen a lot of friends on social media, especially on Facebook, say, hey, I would love to be able to work from home, but my kids aren't studying either. And admittedly, they require attention, right? So your, your context, your situation is going to be different. But within that, think about things you can do to take a break, to take a load off, to make sure that that anxiety does go down. It can be breathing exercises. It can be watching five to 10 minute videos on YouTube, but tread lightly because if you're like me, you can get easily distracted in those 10 minutes turn out to be five hours. Now, something that I like to do during that break that I cannot do in the physical, traditional work environment that I work at is I plan out my lunches. So if you follow me on my Instagram, which is Juan Velas Court, my full name, I love to cook, I love to bake sweets, etc. Whenever I'm thinking that I'm kind of burning out, that I'm zoning out, that I'm not being as productive as I know I could be, I just take a 10 minute break, I go to my Pinterest, or maybe I open up my fridge and I start contemplating. So what are some of the ingredients that I have? And that keeps you going because you are being productive, but in a different sense. You're maybe not being paid to cook, but 
you're cooking, and I don't know about you, but I cannot continue to work on an empty stomach or whenever I have some bad food. Tip number five, and maybe the most menacing one for all of us, if we're not careful with this, is that people, we can get easily distracted. And we have this thing called social media, which people can share on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, cute pictures of cats and dogs, and Facebook loves to recommend even more once you check out a specific video or photo, and then time keeps going on and on and on. So something as simple as writing to a friend, good morning, oh, I'm just working from home, you gotta be very careful with that because maybe that engages a deeper conversation that maybe you're not prepared for for that moment. So be aware of your surroundings, be aware of your limits, as well as be aware of your weaknesses. Now with tip number six, let's go back to talking about the topic of burnout. We don't know how long this is gonna happen, right? So it's a lot easier to say, hey, you're only gonna work from home for five days. So emotionally, you prepare yourself for five days, but what if that becomes two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? So even though I'm talking about the, the importance of developing a schedule, don't be afraid to make adjustments and give each and every room of your home a different purpose. So your living room, yeah, it's your Netflix room, but when you're working, that can be your relaxation room. I don't know about you, but whenever I go to my bathroom and I go there and I look at myself in the mirror and I see that, Juan, you look beat up, you look tired, I wash my face uh, thoroughly, I dry it off, and that to me is a legitimate energy boost. In my case, I also have a small home gym with some weights, so maybe I challenge myself that as soon as I finish my work, I'm gonna do a small routine, then take a shower, and that's my way of disconnecting. So make sure that every single room in your house, you're like, if I'm feeling a certain way, this is where I'm gonna go. And it seems like something very simple, but whenever we're anxious, we're angsty, we are impatient, those obvious things are not so obvious in the spur of the moment. Now, tip number seven is a lot easier said than done. Some people may react to working from home as, yeah, I'm gonna be working from home, boxers and briefs 24 seven, no clothing whatsoever. Other people may see that as torture. Oh, I gotta work from home. Like, I, I like to be able to, to come home and not think about work. And now I gotta do that there, at least in my case, my mindset when I'm working from home is that I am, no pun intended or redundancy, I guess, I am working from home. I don't see it as a luxury. I don't see it as a benefit. I don't see it as a punishment. It's my different work location. When you think about your traditional job, and I know this is a little bit different for every person, I don't go to my office desk contemplating every single day, is this the place that I'm gonna work at for the next month, for the next two months? Like, am I, am I gonna change desks, et cetera? So I take that mindset to my home whenever I'm working here. So this right here, where I'm recording this podcast episode, this is my recording studio for when I do gaming videos, for when I record this podcast. So initially, I did have a weird adjustment period where I'm like, oh man, so I gotta let people in here, right? So I gotta take work here that I would otherwise maybe not take in here. But once I realized that, look, this is my space, my, my wife has her own office, so her and I are never gonna uh, you know, challenge each other and interrupt each other's work. So I realized that when I'm in this room, I'm working. When I'm not in this room, I'm not working. And I gotta be able to realize that that's just the way it is. 
Who knows? Maybe this situation lasts uh, five months. Am I going to be complaining every single day about working here? No, because yeah, there's not maybe a coworker that I can complain about this, you know, physically with, but I can be a negative influence to myself because it's not emotionally benefiting for me to come in here every day like, oh, another day of working from home, people. Make the best of it. And the eighth and last tip is please disconnect once you are done working. I think a lot of us take for granted the rides to and from work because say you used to take an hour to get from work to home after traffic and all that. Yeah, we're usually complaining, we are drained, but that entire hour ride back home is a chance to disconnect. Same thing if you have a 20, 15, or even five minute train ride. But what happens when we're working from home and it is a zero minute drive back, right? So you're kind of still just there in the moment. Something that I do is that because I'm working in the same place that I usually record and I live stream and I do many things is that once I clock out, I leave the room, I have dinner, I make sure to watch a lot of videos in my living room, I change my outfit, I make sure to be outside of this room for at least two hours just so when I come back, the environment has changed. I actually have something very interesting in the room that I'm in, which is in the ceiling, I don't have a fan. Instead, I have an LED light. So I can have it be a soft white, daylight, but I can also change it to like blue, red, green, etc. And I even play around with that. So please be creative in different ways that you can disconnect once you're done working, because otherwise you're gonna wake up the next day maybe with a back spasm, you're gonna have headaches, and you don't even know why. And it may be because you simply did not give yourself a chance to disconnect. So those were eight tips that I personally follow whenever I'm working from home. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment to let me know which are your tips or comment on Facebook. If you're listening to this on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, podcast apps, please reach out on social media, Juan Velas Court, or send an email to Juan at happytofail.com. I usually do have a happy to fail Twitter. I think I'm going to move a lot of things just to my personal Twitter because Real talk, aside from just posting the episodes on the Happy to Fail Twitter, I wasn't really sure what else to do. So I am posting the episodes on Facebook in full. So whatever you listen to on Spotify, it is available on Facebook as well. The reason that I do that is that in this time of need, of social distancing, that it is very difficult for many people, it is important we do uh, connect. So that way you can share this with a loved one that maybe you're an expert at, at maintaining your wellness and you're listening to this just for general information, but maybe somebody out there is gonna be working from home, is panicking, does not know how to manage that, and maybe you say something and it doesn't click with them, but it's sometimes not until somebody else tells us almost the exact same thing that our mind goes like, okay, so let's try that. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please consider sharing it, subscribing to the YouTube channel, leaving a five-star review on Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else that you get your podcast app. And up until next time, thank you for watching, listening, supporting, and taking care of yourself. And we will continue to be connected right here via Happy to Fail. Take care, everybody.